save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Waco, Texas for today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Lamont Hairston, a friend of the show. I love that big old smile, man. Lamont was in Florida for our community meetup down there back in the winter. Here we are in Texas. Lamont shows up. Smart man brought his wife. Lord willing, we'll be up at Mitchell Gordy's in North Carolina at his new shop. You live close to there. You're going to come on up. Uh, that's the plan uh, when we're out there on our summer tour right around the corner. Really looking forward to that. Well, without further ado, let's thank today's show sponsors and, and hear what's going on in your business, Lamont. Uh, GPS Track It. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping are bringing us today's show. As we always say, support the sponsors who support the show. Thank you. Golf Coast Bookkeeping and GPS Track It. Well, without further ado, let's dive right into it. Chatting with my boy, Lamont Hairston from North Carolina. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Together in the Trades. I am here with Lamont Hairston, a friend of the show. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Hey, man, I'm amazing. Yeah, you brought the wifey to Waco, man. That's got to be, uh, she's got to be enjoying it, it seems like. Yes, sir. That's how I got her here. I told her where the location was going to be at. You were uh, hitting up all the festivities with the breakfast at the Chip and Joanna's restaurant, huh? Yes, sir. It was like a four to five minute wait this morning. 45 minute wait? Now it's two to three hours after like eight or nine o'clock. Wow. How <laughs> much do they charge for a pancake over there? I don't know. She got some plate. It was some pancakes and something. I don't know. It was a monster plate. And then another couple, they got uh, uh, some kind of sandwich. It looked like it's about big. It's like three cell phones. And I was like, there's no way in the world you can eat all that. I was like, I just got a simple plate. Let it be, man, because I know I'd be in there sleep if I ate all that food. I, awesome. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> yeah, so we have Andrew over there. Oh, yeah. Good to be here with you, Lamont. Yes, sir. I'm glad to, glad to meet you, man. Yeah, man. Very glad. It's awesome. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, it is. So, I think you get the award for uh, attending the most events, because I go to all the events, because right. it's like a podcasting perfect uh, situation because I get to do in, in-person interviews right. and every event I go to Lamont's there. Hey, I'm coming. We're man. down in Florida at the meetup. Hey, what's up guys? <laughs> <laughs> you and Ben are down there. I was like, Lamont, you came from North Carolina to South Florida and then we in Texas here. here. Hey, I'm making of course, happen. GIE Expo is yes, a sir. staple. And uh, so why do you put such a priority to attend these um, events? Well, number one reason why is because I've been hearing from you Brian, other people in the industry, Mitchell, that you are who you're closest, you know, the five most people that you're closest that you hang around. Now, of course, I don't hang with you on the regular, 
but you know, I get in close proximity to people that that I want to, you know, be successful. Like and like I said, success is different for everybody. Everybody' definition success is different. My definition is be, you know, in line with God. You know, be physically successful. You know, like I told y'all before. You know, and you know, take care of my wife and my mom and my mama. That's my that's my definition of success. And so, you know, I know you have had the relationships, you know, Mitchell does, Brian, everybody that I know that I hang with, you know, I cut out all the, you know, the mess with friends I hung out with. I was going to stay in trouble and all that. You know, my daddy always tell me, don't bring no trouble to my doorstep. And that stuck in my head since I was 15, 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And so the people that I was hanging out with were not where I wanted to be in life. What, you know, whatever your level of wanting to be is, they did not have what I wanted. So... Like I told my wife, I said, you know, I got to get in close proximity with the people who are aware that I want to be in life or at least getting to that point. So that's how I look at it. Awesome. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so good. Lamont, I uh, definitely appreciate you sharing that. So what's been your wife's perspective as, you know, her coming to this event? Because usually you come with the Lombros, you yes, know, sir. shout outs to Ben and uh, <laughs> Alabama and, and your friends. But uh, what's her, her um, experience and perspective been? She's actually she's more into it than I thought that she would be because she's a travel nurse to Texas um, back when I first met her. And so if I asked if she wanted to come and she was like, well, I don't know. She said, and I told her it was in Texas. She was like, where? And I told her the location. She was all in for it after that. She was like, yeah, I'll go. And the closer the event got to, she said, I don't know why I'm so excited to come, I'm not, but I'm excited about going. Wow. Floored me, floored me, dude. I had no idea she was excited about coming. <laughs> and so she's, um, she had to step out for a minute, but she, uh, she's definitely enjoying it. She really is, man. She was taking notes and she got a, one of the, um, it was a heartless books. She was taking notes while we was in the, um, in the, he was speaking. So she's been enjoying it pretty good. That's awesome. Cause like I told her, I was like, you know, there's always room to improve your marriage, you know? And like he said, he, if you can't talk to your spouse and if you can't have communication with them, you know, he talked about, you know, people being destructive and physically, um, physically mean towards people, physically, verbally as well then, you know, those are some of the most destructive relationships. And I know several people in my area that were like that. But, you know, she was she was all into it, man, about body language and making people, you know, being respectful, how you treat people and this and third. So, wow. she, so she loved it, man. Wow. And I know you talked about moving away from those destructive relationships in your past and then your goals moving forward. And, and part of that's being around these different people that you want to just continue to move forward in success. And I wonder for your wife, what are her goals and are you guys on alignment there or does she have some slightly different goals or how is she benefiting and look, what is she looking for from this weekend? Well, actually aligned. Like I said, I have a deep conversation with her months ago about what, you know, the plans that I want to have for going forward for me personally, for us. And then she actually, she's like, well, you know, I kind of want the same thing. So, you know, 99% of our plans are in line with each other. You know, of course we have our own separate individual goals, but as far as a couple, most of 99% of our plans are, are in line with each other. Wow. You know, as far as how we want, you know, like I said, all our kids are grown. Our kids are 21, 20, and 17. So all of our kids are out of school now. And so now we can, of course, we can take, you know, we can be there for them, but we can focus on each other more. Now, since we don't have any quote unquote responsibilities as far as having younger, younger, smaller children. And so, you know, marriage, you know, spending more time together. You know, she even, you know, y'all know I work 
you know, two part-time jobs on top of running my business. She's, she's even got on me about working too much. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I got, I got a goal in mind, but like guys said at the same time, like the gentleman said in the, um, in the, when he talked to says, you know, you gotta make time for you, for your spouse. Because, you know, that's a, that's, that's one of the most, that's your most important relationship, you know, other than God in, in the house is your spouse. So that's how I look at it, man. Because, you know, without her, I'd be nothing for real. <laughs> I hear you, man. Yeah, she's, that's my rock right there, man. She's made ways out of no ways for, for her to do before. I have to say it. Because my, um, I think I might have said it on a previous podcast, I can't remember. I had a raggedy zero turn about five years ago. Dude, the much money I put into it is how much I paid for it over the course of five years. And I'm sitting there crying my eyes out one day because it threw a rocker arm on the motor. I'm sitting there got no money. And she went to work for me and pulled a 16-hour shift wow. just so I can get my mower fixed. She said, I said, how am I going to get my mower fixed? She was like, I'm going to work a double. And I was like, you know, like my finances, they wouldn't order time. You know, people spoke about that. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She made it happen. So, mm. hey, <laughs> I, can't, I can't knock her, man, at all. Not one drop. Mm. I can't knock her. Not one time. Trust me. She's made some waves for me. I don't even see how she did it. But she did, man. She said, well, I just want you to get back out there and get back to work. And I said, I know. She said, well, ain't nobody else going to do it for you. I said, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, she's she's right in there with me. I mean, she's seen, you know, I like I said, I listen to Paul every day. He's always talking about not doing bi-weeklies and getting your business in line and more everything. So I've been working on that. And I was telling him, I might have told him, I can't remember, that uh, I was trying to get all my clients on the same page and you know, you know, you lose a few, but you gain a few at your new level of where you at your like he said, some people's floors are some people's ceiling. So I'm trying to get everybody on that same floor. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, somebody coming into the business, their ceiling might be my floor or vice versa. And so she and uh she's she's getting on point with me there too. Cause uh, I had an issue with a customer a couple months ago and she told me, she said, uh, don't worry about them. She said, let them go. And I did. I mean, she seen it. She seen it from the outside looking in. And I I said, look, I can't, you know, you know, we, we just built us part ways and, you know, going about your business. And that's what we did. We found ever since. Well, you, last night at the silos, you were telling us that you raised the price on eight customers. Yes. Tell, tell us the story. Um, you told Andrew and I, but all of the world that's listening, right. tell them, because this is cool. Yeah. So I went on, um. I got the price increase letter. I sent it out, I think, the second, the third week of February. I raised all my customers, went from bi-weekly to weeklies. And two of the 10 that I went to weekly dropped me. They called me, you know, all upset. What do you think you're doing? One guy even called, asked me if I was drunk. He said, well, you drunk? <laughs> he said, well, you drunk when you wrote this? I said, first of all, I didn't write it. It was typed up. <laughs> But, see, but he works out of town all the time. He, he's a drunk. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's like, this letter I got here. And, dude, I got I got talking his voice. He's like, this letter I got here. He was like, well, you're drunk when you wrote this. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, sir. He said, what you mean? He said, why are you wait so late to send this letter out? I said, I sent that letter out like February 15th. 
I, you know, he, he works out of town, so he didn't get it till like March 29th. I'm like, well, I'm starting next week, you know. So he was like, that's insane. I ain't never paid $90 every two weeks for mowing grass. And I was like, well, I said, you've been my customer for five years. Have I ever, you know, you know, done you over? He was like, no. I said, well, i tell you what. I'll make a deal. I said, I'll mow your yard starting weekly. If it gets to the point we hit that dry season, don't need to be mowed. I mow it. You know, I come by every week, check it. Don't need to keep going. He said, all right. Takes me back 30 minutes later. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. I think I'm going to go with somebody else. I was like, fine. So I rode by his house. So what I do, if a customer drops me, I ride by their house incognito just see how the yard looks. My wife has a solid black Tahoe that has no markings on I just ride by and see. So I rode by on her truck, and it looks like somebody mowed his yard with a, with a, uh, with a, with a, um, a bush hog. Wow. It looks a mess. So then I had this new customer I picked up last summer, and she dropped me too. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> like mid-season. Thank you. And um, she, uh, she said, yeah, I just wanted to get somebody to do my yard during the year because well, I had no time to do it. I fertilized it. I mean, I had a weekly fertilized weed control. She starts cutting herself. I ride by and look. She mohawked her yard, dude. <laughs> she, <laughs> there's, like a, there's like a 10 or 15 wide um, swath of grass between the fence and the road. She mowed along the fence, mowed along the road, and left the middle. <laughs> and she has like, the white plastic type picket fence. And the grass was about two inches tall at the bottom of the fence. So there was no weed eating done. Wow. And I was like, so you put, you know, all this money into fertilizing and weed control and you just ball it. Because I was more I was more like four and a half or four and three quarter. And I was still had to take the backpack blow and go across the yard because it was so thick. And she still went and just like like cut it off with the knees, man. Wow. So you lost the two pitas, but you got the other eight raised the price. Is that it? Yeah, I went I raised one from forty five to fifty five. Not even a, with with no huh. with no hesitation. Wow! At all, and I was like, I was surprised. I was like, I've only had these for like two years. Well, this would be my third year taking care of them, and I actually brought in a part time a part time employee this year too. I got a gentleman has me out two days a week, and because uh, I have a I have a pretty big ride on Wednesdays, he has me out two days a week because he actually worked for he has worked he's worked for a landscape company in a country club near my house. So he already knows the layout and everything of what to do. So all I do is pick him up and we roll out. Awesome. Hey, let's kick it over to Mr. Producer in the ATL. I'm going to grab a sip of water. And I told Andrew this morning, I'm done drinking coffee, but I'm so tired. Like I, I get it. I've had back-to-back days with not that great of sleep. So I need a sip of coffee. And uh, we'll hear from today's show sponsors. We'll have more with Lamont and Andrew coming right up on the Green Industry Podcast. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock, helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 
844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Hey friends, Paul here, and I wanted to share with you about our Know Your Numbers e-training. Would you like to improve the performance in your business by understanding the important financial factors for operating a profitable business? Well, in our new e-training, Know Your Numbers, I share the details of how to price jobs, collect money from your customers, and really understand the nitty gritty details to make sure your business is growing its profits. You can get this new e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no. No to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. This is LCR Naylor Taliaferro from the LCR Media Podcast, and you are listening to my good friend Paul Jamison on the Green Industry Podcast. All right, guys, we are back at Together in the Trades, Lamont. Andrew and myself and about a hundred uh, lawn bros and their wives. It's yes, a sir. really cool event. And uh, from what I hear, they're going to do it again next year in Nashville, Tennessee, a little bit closer to your, your area and ours. I'm definitely coming. My <laughs> wife already said it too. Somebody told her yesterday. She was like, oh yeah, I'm booking. As soon as I find out the dates, I'm booking a hotel flight, going to get it out the way. I can actually drive it in about five and a half hours, but you know, you can get there in like hour and a half on a, on a plane. Yeah, that Grand Old Opry Hotel is pretty cool because you're inside, but it looks like you're outside. Right. Have you ever been there? No, I've no, I've never heard of this. Yeah, there's a big hotel in Nashville, and have you ever been there? No. Grand Old Opry Hotel. So, I don't know how to explain it, but you you would act, like if we were sitting here right now, we would think we're outside, but it's indoors the way they build it. Wow. So if it rains, it you don't get wet, but it feels like you're outside and then that's like the whole middle it's like a big park and then the hotel rooms are around the perimeter but there's like a huge it feels like you're at the park it's pretty cool i don't know if that's the it's big money right i don't know if that's the hotel they're going for okay but um it's a pretty cool spot i had actually had uh plans to uh, visit nashville uh during the height of the pandemic last year to go see dave ramsey's um new place but they uh but when he sent everybody home they, you know, they said, well, he's not going to be here this day. And then I, well, I changed my reservation to another day. And then I got an email back from the HR lady said, well, he's not going to be here this day. So I I just put it off till this year coming up. Okay. Because, you know, like I said, some I guess he had changed his whole schedule around due to COVID because nobody was there working hardly, but like probably, probably 25, 30 people out of a thousand. Yeah. So I just moved everything around. So I, I had planned on going to Nashville and seeing that, like I said, last summer. But, you know, when COVID happened, they shut everything down. So. Yeah, I didn't get to go. I want to see it, though. <laughs> yes, sir. You a big Dave Ramsey fan? Yes, sir. I got a buddy that um, turned me on to him about three years ago. 
<clears throat> and um, I got to, you know, listen at work. What really, what really made me think was, you know, they had started cutting hours at, 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 our, at my job. And you can just tell the faces of some people how, you know, restrictive their mind was because, you know, they were so focused on working that job and working 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week. And they got their hours cut. You know, because one lady, to be honest with you, one lady I know for sure had four car payments and a boat payment. Oh. Her husband had a truck. She bought her daughter an Infinity. She had a forerunner. And then her husband got a new Camaro. So now they got four car payments and a boat payment. When they started cutting the hours, she was one of the first ones in the, in the pre-ship meeting to act a, to act a nut. <laughs> I, need, I need my hours. I need my hours. And so one of my buddies told her, he was like, well, you might want to sell some of them toys you got at the house. She went off. Oh. I had already left the, the facility by that time. But he told me she went off. He was like, I'm just telling you the truth. You know, when things started going south for certain people, he's sitting back. He wasn't laughing because it's not funny, but he was sitting back just taking it all in stride. He was like, I don't have any credit cards. He said, my bills is paid off. My house. This guy's 34 years old, would have paid for a house, paid for cars, you know, very, very frugal. I mean, beans and rice. I mean, he don't have to live beans and rice, but that's just his mentality. They go on one trip a year. They, they say one week at the beach, that's it. They don't go nowhere else. They go out to eat probably twice a month. That is it. To be 34 years old. Yeah. A guy was just telling Andrew and I, he was uh, CEO and maybe founder of a billion-dollar business, and he just lived a simple lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, who is this? Who, who are we talking to? Uh, Trevor, I think. Oh, this was Trevor. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. Like I mean, the guy probably yes. made millions and millions and millions of dollars, but lived so simple that it was just all margin, you know? Yeah. Whereas our culture, I think, is the the fancy cars and all of this, and you're paying debt, and it's just like, yeah, and like I said, you know, you when you're under that type of stress, you know, you're in. To me, you're in. You're like a puppet on a string, at the mercy of somebody else who who controls your finances, because you know, just as I mean, like in our business, you know. You know, we can have 10 or 15 customers to drop us, true enough. But at, well, but when you're at work, you have, you know, you got mortgages and kids in college and car payments and, you know, truck payments and boat payments and motorcycle payments. I mean, all it takes is, you know, two or three times a month, you know, you miss a 12-hour workday because a business is going to do what they got to do to stay in the black. Whether it means cut your hours, let somebody go, that's just the nature of the business. So a company's going to do what they got to do, you know. Sometimes they start from the, from the top and go to the bottom. Sometimes they start from the bottom and go to the top. But um, it probably is more is more beneficial to them to probably let an hourly employee go who has less knowledge of how to run the business than somebody who who's in in uh, higher management or salary type person. And so you know, I sit back. That's what really opened my eyes when he told me about that. So I started listening to Dave Ramsey's podcast. And like I listen to it now, I listen to it every day at two o'clock on the app. And I got certain yards that the reception's not that good at because since he went to um, doing it on YouTube, it's not synced up. He went pushed it back to four o'clock on YouTube. I like to listen to it and get it out the way. Well, I got this one yard, man. I try to get to before two o'clock on Wednesday because I know if I don't, it'll play halfway, then it'll stop. 
Uh -huh. I gotta stop, cut my phone off, restart it, start it all over again. I'm like, but what have I missed in the last three, four minutes? So, but yeah, this one y'all I, I try to get to before two o'clock, because if I do, I know I'm not gonna have no reception at all. <laughs> but yeah, man, but yeah, I just hate to see people being bondage like it. I mean, it's, it actually hurts me. It actually hurts my feelings because people don't have a, a good quality of life like that. You know, my, my daughter, she's 21. And, you know, she took a personal finance class in high school when she was in 11th grade. She's 21 years old, you know, has no credit cards. She works three or four days a week. And she just lives simple. And, uh, you know, I told her, I said, look, I said, you can live simple if you keep your, if you keep your, head, keep your head on straight. You got to worry about a bunch of debt. I said, you can save up a bunch of money and you can, you know, start off 24, 25 years old on your own and be, you know, sitting pretty decent. And so she listens. So, so far she's doing good. So that's, that's what, awesome. Yeah. That's what I told her, man. Cause I see your daddy wasn't doing that 25. Trust me. I was, oh my God, I thought you had to have every credit card in the world. And, you know, I thought Escalades and, you know, Yukons was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> People, I'm gonna tell you, we'll be honest with you, man. People thought I was selling drugs when I was 24. People, people from my town, because I was the only guy that young. I mean, I had a, I had a Denali for 15 years, but at the time, I bought that year's model Denali, and I was 24. Car payment was killing me, but I thought that was the way of the world at the time. People was like, "How he afford that kind of car? He ain't but 24." I was like, "I work." But, you know, car payment was taking like 70% of my paycheck, man. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, man. But, you know, I'm 24. I didn't know. Yeah. So I was like, I, mean, I was to get like a $600 a month car payment and we're making, you know, because my, my, my paycheck fluctuated. Some weeks it'll be 700. Some weeks it might be, you know, 390, you know, depending on because I, I worked a crazy schedule. So think about it. So that one payday, I had that short check, three hundred. That three ninety was going towards that truck. So I didn't know no better. But now, but after I paid that truck off, I was like, I'll never get another truck payment again. What's cool about this podcast, uh, Lamont, Andrew? We got a lot of young kids listening, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen right. years old, and. Uh, because you and I made those poor decisions and we reaped what we sowed and God's very kind and is helping, you know, he can right. help us expedite to get out of the messes that we made. But if you're 13, 14 years old, you have this clean slate, so to speak. It's, it's wise to live on less than you make right? and, and not um, bite off more than you can chew. You know, like what's Dave say to impress somebody that doesn't even know you. Yeah, like, exactly. When you, when you don't care what, you care what the Lord thinks about you, but right. you don't care what someone else's think. Then your car, it's like, oh, I don't. That's why I tell you know. That's why I tell people you know my my personal vehicle is a 2006 you know Chevrolet truck. I mean, it runs got over 300 thousand miles, but it runs like a top. I mean, I take care of it. And so, me and my wife had a discussion a couple weeks ago. You know, matter of fact, we rode out to Lake Waco last night. She wanted to take a picture of the sunset. I rode up to the campsite and I stopped and I looked. She said, "What's wrong?" I said, "Look." I said, I don't know if people live out here if they rent these spots. But this guy had a 18, 19 um, dually truck. Wife had a 17, 18 uh, Suburban. I said, that's $104,000 in cars right there. And she looked at me. She was like, yeah, you're right. Now, I ain't saying they ain't, they ain't paid off. I mean, they might be, you know, wealthy enough to where the cars are paying off. But 
you know, $70,000 car payment is going to be about fifteen, seventeen hundred $1,700 a month. That ain't cute. Especially if you're making three, three, you know, two, you know, twenty five hundred, three grand a month, pay fifty percent of your money. And like I said, you know, truck breakdown. Like I told my son, he was like, he he, he wanted to do a model truck, so we bought him a truck, motor blow. You know, we got it straight and everything. He was like, I want to do a model truck. I was like, picture had to make a car payment and get it fixed. I said, now you're gonna be double in the hole. He thought about it for a while. He was like, yeah, you're right. He's seventeen, so, but he finally, you know, he sees. What I talk about, I said, all we're trying to do is keep all three of our kids financially stable to where, you know, help them make, they're going to make their own decision, but I can give them the guidance, you know, that I know, that I've learned since I was 23, 24, because, you know, I was young when I had my daughter. I was 23 when she was born. She's 21. And so I know the mistakes I made back in 99, 2000, and I'm trying to keep her and my other two kids from making the same mistakes, you know, so that they can live a more fruitful and prosperous life. So that's why I, I try to drill into their heads about stuff like that. Because, you know, my daddy always told me when I was growing up the number one reason to fail of a marriage is financial. And he told me when I was growing up, he said, look, get your money straight before you get married. Do the best you can. Don't start marriage broke. He said, because that causes more strife and more headache than anything in the world. Mm-hmm. And I believe it too. I mean, him and my mom was married for 47 years, probably 48 years before he died. They was married for 48 years. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, they had that thing's pretty straight. You know, nobody's perfect, but they had that stuff pretty much in line with each other. And, you know, I just look, if I can have half as good as marriage as they had, I'm straight. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I watched him. You know, my daddy worked three jobs in his late 40s. He didn't have to. He did it. He worked uh, at a manufacturing plant 11 to 7 at night, drove a logging truck for my uncle 8 to 1, and then he worked at Kmart from 5 to 9. Done it for two years in his late forties. Wow. And I told him I was fifteen. I said, Look, I said, you need to quit working all this job. He said, Why? I said, Because I want you to be around to watch me graduate high school. Within two weeks, he quit both his part time jobs. I don't know what I said to him, but he did. So I mean, working hard is 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 not the problem. Is what are you working hard for? You know, some people work hard for party money. Some people work hard for, you know, whatever, what have you, you know. But if you work hard to take, you know, to get out of debt and take care of your family and, you know, like I have a goal list I wrote down and I read it every morning and every night. And it's got about 15 goals on it. It's my yearly goals for 2021. And I've heard Steve Harvey say on a YouTube video, he said, read it every night and every morning. And I read it. I don't care if, if I fall asleep on the couch to wake up two o'clock in the morning. I get up. I read it. I get back up at six six thirty. I read it again because I'm keeping still. I keep putting that's that's reminding me what my goals for this year are. And then if I haven't reached them for this year, then they'll be my goals for 2022. Some of them may change. I might change some of them, but pretty much they're consistent of what I want to do. Those are my yearly goals. So I gotta I gotta get it, man. Cool. Uh, Lamont, we appreciate you uh, joining the show July 10. I'm coming. Mitchell Gordy, he has a brand new shop. This thing is so cool. You haven't seen his new shop, have you? No, I haven't. It's massive. It's awesome. It's awesome. And so uh, we're going to go on tour, and uh, you live close to Mitchell's new shop. And so I think Casey Turner 
is up there as well. Yes. I don't know who else. The uh, Mitchell's like, I'm going to bring the boys over, so I don't know what uh, that means. And- oh, Locklear will probably be there, too. Okay. Locklear Longhair on, on Instagram, he'll probably be there, too, because we're all in the – we call ourselves, I call ourselves the hangover crew because we're able to go to Vegas. You, you know, you know, just in joking, I say you was Mitchell, Casey, me, and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I call ourselves a little hangover crew, like the movie, but but uh, I tell you, we all hang pretty close tight together, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we look forward to uh, coming up to North Carolina. It's beautiful up there. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll uh, to be continued. We'll be seeing you real quick. So, yes, sir. Real soon, Lord willing. So, Andrew, got anything else? No, that's great. Thanks, Lamont. No, thank you. <laughs> Thanks all for being here, man. Awesome. I'm thankful to be here. Hey, I'm very thankful. I appreciate y'all's time, man. Absolutely. Friend of the show, and we will uh, look forward to uh, turning back around the next time in North Carolina and continuing our conversation. So yes, thanks for listening. Thank you much. All right. Well, thank you to Lamont. I know your wife's here. You got Magnolia. You guys are going uh, you know, the, the bakery, the lunch, all this stuff they got over there. You know, I think it's a great idea, Lamont. If I had a wife, I'd be taking her over there, too. So very smart, man. Appreciate you taking a moment to be on the show. We should be seeing Lamont very soon at Mitchell Gordy's new shop up there in North Carolina on our summer tour. Well, thank you to GPS Tracking and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping for sponsoring today's episode. We appreciate them doing so. Mr. Producer will put the links in today's show notes. You guys hear us talk all the time about our show sponsors. Well, they will also have a link in the episode notes that you can click on. It'll take you directly to their site so that you can go ahead and um, do your research, your um, ordering, whatever you want to do with whether it's GPS track at Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. We talk all the time also about the GIE Plus Expo. If you want to go ahead and get your get registered for that, all those links are in the show notes. And actually with GIE Plus Expo, Right now, they have what's called early bird pricing. So registration is only 20 bucks. And then when you use promo code Paul, it goes down to 10 bucks. So you can actually uh, get registered for GIE Expo right now for only 10 bucks per ticket. And that's with the promo code Paul. I, uh, if you're like, man, you guys are having a bunch of fun in Waco. Well, multiply this by 100. You know, it, it, the GIE Plus Expo is the go to trade show of the year uh, just based on the equipment that will be there, the networking opportunities. I mean, there will be thousands and thousands and thousands of people in this industry that I have become friends with so many of these guys. They're they're go-getters, they're entrepreneurs, they're trying to build a successful business. And it's that ironing, sharpening iron. So you meet new friends and then when you go to the next year, you, you see them again and it's just, it's that relationship building in person. I absolutely love it. I highly recommend. I know I'd recommend going to all of these together in the trade, the Entrepreneur Academy, the Kohler Engines event in, in, in Mississippi. And in, in, uh, I think they usually do that late February. The GIE Plus Expo, you know, I'd go to all of them. And I try to as a podcaster, but if you can only go to one per year, but let's say it's only realistic, you can only get a few days off, the GIE Plus Expo would be the one I'd put on the top of my list. So that link will be in today's episode notes. Thanks for listening, friends. Hit that follow, and we hope you will catch us on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.